0: Welcome to our very first podcast featuring the opening chapters of my audiobook, Just Looking Thanks. The book covers in detail how the You're the Difference customer service and selling program was created, along with how each of the unique service and selling techniques within the coaching program works. The audiobook also covers the key role that managers play in coaching and leading You're the Difference every day on the shop floor. In these chapters, I will explain the background to You Are The Difference. How I went from near bankruptcy to a program that is being used successfully around the world by a wide range of businesses and organizations. Welcome to my audiobook, Just Looking, Thanks. The straightforward guide to creating brilliant customer service. My name is Alfton Barr. You Are The Difference Principles. The way a person feels does affect how they behave, which in turn affects the results they achieve. You're the Difference works because not only does it help people to think differently about the customer, it also helps them to think differently about themselves and the service they give. When the skills and techniques within the You're the Difference Customer Service Coaching Programme are used on the shop floor, everyone wins. The business wins because the level of service and customer conversion is increased, resulting in happier customers and greater sales. The sales team win because they're given a simple and effective way to help them interact with the customer, making their role within the store more rewarding and effective. The customer wins because they receive a level of service second to none. By applying the you are the difference principles within the role as a store manager or sales advisor, a person will Develop the skills, knowledge and confidence in how to welcome, engage and close the sale in a natural, non-pressurised way. Create a positive momentum within the store, impacting on the way the whole team thinks about the customer service. Encourage the customer to revisit the store by the high level of service provided. The You're the Difference Customer Service Coaching Program is unique. It was developed on the shop floor through years of working with thousands of real customers. Each skill has been perfected to help both the retailer and the customer enjoy a perfect shop floor relationship. In short, it delivers. Introduction. In every country around the world, every single day, millions of people are working in the retail industry. People choose to work within retail for many different reasons. For some it's a weekend or casual job, while for others it can be a full-time career that can span a lifetime. Having worked as a performance coach with the you the Difference Customer Service Programme for the past 17 years through the UK, Europe, Middle East and America, I've become increasingly aware that there is a real need for an easy-to-understand, effective book and DVD that together satisfies two requirements. Firstly, to help store managers and sales advisors to get the most from their daily interaction, both as a team and with the customer on the shop floor. And secondly, to answer a question I am asked repeatedly. For example, how can we coach our sales team the You Are The Difference program and keep it alive long term so it becomes part of our shop floor culture? I believe the Just Looking Thanks book and DVD coaching package provides the answer. Here is a typical situation a new person starting out in retail can find her or himself in. Perhaps some people will recognise this scenario. First day in the job and you feel a little nervous. You make your way onto the shop floor. There are strangers everywhere. Yes, the customers. You then think to yourself, what do I do with all these customers? What do I say to them? How should I act with them? you then start to draw on your own experiences as a customer. So you say to the first customer, can I help you? Or are you all right there? Or need any help? Do you like it when these things happen to you when you're out shopping as a customer? No. Does it work? No. Will you say this on your first day? Yes. And will it work? No. Result? a bad initial experience on your very first day by having customers continually saying to you, just looking, thanks, and already a growing lack of confidence with you now working on the shop floor. That experience seems to be what many new people working in retail have had on their first day in the job. It's almost become like a continuous circle and it needs to be broken. When the skills and techniques within this book are used on the shop floor, everyone wins. The business wins because the level of service and customer conversion is increased, resulting in happy customers and greater sales. The manager wins because they're able to lead, motivate and coach the team, keeping the You Are The Difference program alive and helping it to become part of the service culture in their store. The salesperson wins because they're given a simple and effective way to help them interact more easily with the customer making the role on the shop floor more rewarding and effective. The customer wins because they receive a level of service second to none. How it all began. I decided to move from Aberdeen in Scotland to Odense in Denmark as my Danish girlfriend was pregnant and wanted to be near her family. I didn't speak Danish and I was concerned about my employment prospects so I began to look into starting my own business. I'd worked in retail for the previous seven years, and I'd always enjoyed working with customers, so opening a store seemed the obvious choice. I had a friend that owned a skin and hair care retail franchise in Aberdeen, and they were always very positive about the business. So I decided to look at the possibility of opening a similar franchise in Denmark. After a few months of searching, we secured a good location in the city of Udense, Denmark's third largest city. It was a large old store with lots of potential. But as with most shop fits, especially when it comes to old premises, there are usually hidden costs. This store was to prove no exception. The total opening cost quickly rose much higher than the original budget, which meant much more funding was required, resulting in an extra large bank overdraft. This was not how I had seen the business starting out. We then set about doing all we could to get the turnover up to the level that would help us to reduce the debt as fast as possible. We seemed to struggle along for the first few years, always having to work very long hours for what appeared to be little or no return. Lisa, our daughter, was born just before the store opened and for the first six months of her life, she came with us every day. During those six months, I became quite an expert at serving customers with one hand or holding Lisa with the other. This seemed to take the customer's attention away from the fact that I couldn't speak the language properly. They would be busy looking at Lisa while I tried to work out how to pronounce the product in Danish. It seemed nothing we did made any real impact on our growing debt. Any extra profit we did make at Christmas, December accounted for over 30% of our annual turnover, seemed to instantly disappear on bank charges and extra costs. In our third year of trading, we were then approached by the head franchisee, responsible for the running of the Danish operation, about opening a second store in the nearby town of Svenbo. As and Svenbo carried the main population of Foon, which is the island we lived on, we felt having the two stores would give us an exclusivity and be a good move. The head franchisee suggested that if we went ahead, they would give us favourable terms on a loan to finance the shop, and to help us with the first six months stock. On paper, this all looked like a really good idea, and one that could secure the business for the future. Once finished, the new Svenbor store, which was on two floors, looked amazing. In the first few months, it did well, however, it never took off the way we had planned. The local competition in Svenborg was very tough and the customers were proving to be very loyal to our main competitor, which had traded in the town for a generation. The team in Swimbo were very committed and everyone put in a huge effort, but within a couple of years we had to admit defeat. The store was never going to make the money we expected. Around this time, the head franchisee made it clear to us that unless we were able to repay all the monies we owed them, which by this time was considerable, we would run the risk of losing both shops. We continued to do everything we could to try to keep the business afloat, but nothing we did seemed to make any difference. We cut every single cost we could, but the turnover was still far too low. We tried to sell the Svenborz store as a going concern, but there was no interest, so we decided as a last gasp effort, to try to sell the leasehold. My girlfriend then informed me that she had seen an advert for a new optical company based in Sweden, that was looking to expand in Denmark. She said she would call and inquire if they'd be interested in a store in Svenbo. At first, I didn't give the idea much of a chance. Why would a large Swedish company be interested in in our small store in Svenbo? At best, I felt it was a long shot. After a few days, I had forgotten all about the idea of approaching the Swedish company when out of the blue came a call. They were sending some people from the head office over to have a look at the store. Within a month, They'd been to the store and made us an offer to buy out the lease. The money we received took some of the pressure off and kept the Udensa store afloat. Looking back, that experience changed my perception about things. Here was I thinking, we're finished, we're going to lose it all, when all I really needed was a positive outlook and to be open to new ideas. From then on, I felt things were beginning to change. A month after the store in Svenbo was sold, We decided to take some time off and stay with some friends in Copenhagen over the weekend. Their flat was so small, it resulted in us having to sleep on the lounge floor. That decision was to prove a major factor in what happened next. The morning after our arrival, I woke early, and while trying to find something to read while everyone else was asleep, I found a book lying on the floor next to me. It must have fallen from the bookshelf during the night. It got my attention because the title was in English, while all the other books I could see were in Danish. The title of the book was Choices. It was a small book that looked a bit old and tattered, but it had an interesting title, so I started reading the first page. And I quote, We do live out the lives that our programmes create for us. Any of us, when we choose, can give ourselves new programmes. What an incredible opportunity that fact gives you. The choices you make next are up to you. That is what this book is all about. Shad Helmstitcher. Within three days, i read the book twice. I just couldn't put it down. Reading that book helped me to understand that I was choosing many of the results in my business up to that point. There was nothing to be gained by blaming circumstances or other people for the state it was in, which was something I'd been doing up until then. I was the one that needed to make some new choices and turn things around. What if I chose to change the way I ran the Odense store and how I treated our customers? What if I chose to interact with customers in a totally different way and chose to give them a new experience in service? What if I made the choice to sell more, much more, 50% more for example? I decided to raise the matter with the management of the head franchisee in Denmark. I met with them and explained the new ideas in terms of customer service and management. I argued that I could turn the business around and pay back all the money I owed. All I asked was they trusted me for a little while and were patient. To their credit and my surprise, the franchisee management agreed. I immediately set out to plan the new way forward. The customer service skills and techniques you will read as you progress through this book were all developed working on the Odense shop floor. None of the techniques came from a book or old training program. Everything was developed through thousands of contacts with real customers. In the beginning, when I started working on the new techniques, it was all a bit of trial and error, but that was to my advantage as it showed me what didn't work. Over time and constant interaction with customers, the techniques started to take real shape. With everyone in the team agreeing to get behind the new ideas, the turnover began to slowly climb and there was also a huge shift in attitude amongst the staff. Everyone had become much more positive and there was a real buzz beginning to grow in the store. I used many different ways to keep the team focused and on track but the best result by far came from coaching the staff individually on the shop floor and leading from the front by serving customers myself. After around 12 months of working with the techniques, The store results had increased by an amazing 42% compared with Denmark's overall annual growth rate of 12%. This attracted the attention of the franchise HQ in the UK. A representative from the company visited Denmark and came to Odense to have a look at what we were up to. She wanted to know why our figures were so good. I explained to her how we turned everything around and just how reliable these techniques were. I asked to be allowed to try the new techniques back in Britain. I was eager to prove that they could work anywhere. If I could show just how successful I could be with the techniques in a store I'd never worked in before, people would have to take notice. I truly believed I'd developed a programme that could be used in any store anywhere in the world. The representative could immediately feel the buzz in the store and became very positive about the idea and said she would do all they could to help me get the headquarters attention. Shortly after that visit, I won the Denmark Manager of the Year Award and part of the prize was a trip to the UK to receive my trophy. As I had a free day in London, I seized the opportunity to visit some of their stores with the aim of observing their sales techniques and customer service and to try to capture top management's attention with my proposal to address weaknesses, if any. I visited three stores on one street alone which had a larger turnover than all 15 stores in Denmark combined. This was a different world. In truth, I was a little concerned about my plan at the time. After all, here I was setting out to go mystery shopping in their stores, perhaps to discover things that were not as they should be when they had actually been generous enough to have paid for my trip to London. However, I felt this was a one-off opportunity and I had to make my mark. I went to eight stores and after each visit, I wrote a short report. Some of it didn't make good reading, but I quickly became aware of the huge opportunities there were in the UK. I was starting to get excited. When I presented the report to the head of the UK management, I was surprised that he didn't send me back on the next flight to Denmark. Instead, he immediately asked his two right-hand people to listen to my report. I could see they were not happy with what they were hearing, but to their credit, they sat quietly and they took it all in. After a few days of lengthy discussion, it was organised for me to work in a London store for a full day to try and produce some kind of result that would back up my claims about the techniques I had developed. I clearly remember I didn't sleep much the night before the day I was to work in the trial store. I knew that this would be my one and only chance to back up my claims about the techniques. I had to get it right. As I walked to the store that day, I remember imagining there was a person from my team in Denmark on each street corner, encouraging me and saying I could do it. Visualizing their encouragement seemed to help me focus and give me the confidence that I could do it. After I arrived at the store, which was in a busy side street, I explained to the staff why I was there On what we were going to do that day As they all stood there looking at each other in silence The shop manager announced that they would be proud To help me make it happen At that point I knew we had a chance That day was one I will never forget It all went to plan As soon as I started using the techniques They worked And the sales that followed were fantastic By the time the store closed We had sold over 25% more Than the normal turnover for that day The feeling I had at the end of that long day was one of elation. Everything I had believed in had worked. The fact it worked as well in the UK as it did in Denmark convinced me that the techniques could overcome any cultural barrier and they could work anywhere. After the success in the trial store, it was agreed that I would work in a major store in London for a period of three months. The store had not been achieving its true potential and it was felt that if my new methods could work anywhere, Then turning around this store would be the proof the business needed to roll out the new techniques across the rest of the chain. The next three months were perhaps the most difficult and challenging time I've ever faced. The store was in a prime position in the centre of London and had a huge flow of customers. At busy periods during the day, it felt like it was the Christmas rush back in my store in Denmark. My first challenge was the number of staff in the store. There were over 30 I had only four in my store. This meant a lot of individual and group coaching, covering many shift patterns, resulting in very long hours, but I knew if I didn't get all the staff behind me, we would fail. The sheer volume of customers meant anything I did as an individual would be minute in comparison to what we could achieve if I got everyone working as a team and using the new techniques. Fortunately for me, there were some brilliant people working in that store, and very soon everyone rallied around and we started to go forward. At the end of the three months trial, the store had increased its turnover by some 30,000 pounds and was performing brilliantly. I owe much gratitude to those people who worked so hard with me on that shop floor. They did a great job. Following the three months trial, I spent the next year as a training consultant for the company, traveling around the country, coaching more store teams. For that purpose, I had to put together a short coaching session so the new skills and techniques could be taught to managers and staff in a professional way. As I had no previous experience in coaching at that time, I thought the best way to do this was to design a coaching session that I would enjoy if I were the trainee. I'd been to many different types of training sessions over the years, so I knew exactly what I didn't want. I was determined to make it motivational, educational and fun. Above all else, people would have a good time and remember it. After all, I came to the conclusion that if people are laughing, they must be listening. On the train to the company's headquarters where I would start putting together the session, I came up with the title, You Are the Difference. I was reading a newspaper article about how a high street bank wanted to be very different and the word different stood out. The coaching session was about the customer, And the difference the people working in the store could make through giving great service. So you are the difference sounded and felt right. After that success I set up my own business with one of the company's top managers. Very quickly we managed to get the attention of some of the top retailers in the country and work with them. Our partnership lasted successfully for four years then we parted ways as we developed other interests. If you have enjoyed this introduction and would like to hear the complete book, please send me an email with your contact details to alfdanbar100, that's 100, at gmail.com.